God's goals. God's goals. Recentering our focus on Christ. Hi guys and welcome back to God's Goals podcast. I am so excited for another podcast, but I will be honest, I was thinking like it's been a minute. I need to get on. You know, I need to, you know, say a few things or just, you know, get on there and really be a little bit more active. I tell you, just like everyone towards the end of this thing, the pandemic is the thing I'm referring to, guys. It has been pretty testing, right? So just with all the adjustments, uh, don't um, don't even mention virtual learning. That has been crazy land. Okay, crazy land. But um. To God be the glory, because we are making it day by day, um, minute by minute, <laughs> hour by hour, minute by minute. <laughs> oh, but um, anyway, with that being said, I want to talk about algorithms, right? So I know we, well, I don't know what everybody else, but I, I was, uh, I first heard it. Um, I've heard it with my job or a place I used to work. And then I also heard it um, regarding social media, Facebook, Instagram, those things. So I kind of want to get a better understanding of what algorithm or what algorithms are. And so I went to Google. So it just says the process of uh, a process or a set of rules to be followed in calculations or um, other problem solving operations, especially by a computer. So it sounds like it's just a process of solving a problem. Right. But it's when you um, when you look at it as far as social media goes, it seems like it's something way deeper. And I know it, it is deeper. Right. They use it to, you know, kind of put ads in front of you, when to post your post, all kind of stuff. So it does solve a problem or or it's a process of doing that. And so I thought, man, what is our every 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 business and most businesses or most technology things have algorithms. And I'm wondering in our life, what is our algorithm? You know, just just that just came to mind when I thought about that. What process do we have to solve a problem? What is our process of solving a problem um, when we go through things? And I don't even know if I'm using this in the right way. <laughs> Don't kill me. I don't know if I really have the best understanding of algorithms. I'm literally going off of a Google definition. But if that's the, if that's the case, yes, it does make me question if we have um, if we have one in place, if we have algorithm in place for when life comes at us pretty tough. And we can I think most people can agree 2020 <laughs> has been tough. <laughs> 2020 has been testy, right? But, but overall, um, I can say, and I hope every others can say it that overall, you know, we've been blessed and we, we, uh, thank God, um, for things that he's still doing in the midst of the crazy land. But in the meantime, on those days when we not feeling so great, what, what can we do? And I think that's where that whole algorithm thing comes in. It may be best that we have, uh, a process set up for those tough times that we can try um, not necessarily to solve it because I think sometimes we get in our own way and we get even more frustrated when we try to uh, solve it and not bring it to God but more so what's the process when I know that I'm 
I'm in a bad place. My process personally is always I try to recognize when there's a slump in my attitude um, or emotions. And I'm like, OK, I recognize what's going on. I'm about to go get into some heart, some prayer, some fasting, some something. Um, and that's regular fasting. That's taking a break from social media. That's doing anything that I feel is kind of causing a little Offness and it's definitely, you know, dedicating myself to prayer and reading the word and stuff like that. I think those processes are good and how people choose to use them and in what manner. Um, you know, I think it's totally up to the person. You know, some people like to pray and meditate and have, a, you know, quiet time, sometimes early in the morning, sometimes late at night. Uh, some people, you know, like I said, they study their Bible for a couple of hours and kind of really nose dive into that. Uh, some people, like I said, fast. Um, for some, it's a combination of all of it. Um, whatever it is, I feel like having one or a process in place is good, right? I mean, you don't want to get cut off guard, and we do get cut off guard. So the reality is, in life, you get cut off guard with things, right? You get cut off, you know, something happens to you or a loved one, and it knocks you off your feet. This year has been a, an example of that happening. And you have to kind of catch your uh, your bearings and figure out, okay, now what do I do from here? Or how can I, you know, get back to self from this, this tough place? And um, I think that's where those algorithms and just that process of handling situations comes in. Um, you, we won't always have it figured out. And every time we go through something, we, we may not even bring it to God, right? Let's just be totally real. Let's, you know, it may, we know, may not want to be in front of God. Maybe we're blaming God for something. Maybe we feel like we're not worthy to be in front of him, whatever it is. Um, but for the most part, I think if we kind of, for the other things that's not so, that doesn't necessarily catch us too off guard, but you know, we can kind of see it coming, then I think maybe having um, a process and plan would be uh, wonderful. So like I said, my process, it depends for me. My process depends on um, what the situation is, right? When I feel like there's like a cognitive overload, a mental overload um, of some sort, then I will start fasting. You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. My first go-to thing is always fasting. Fasting for food, fasting from um, social media, uh, both, you know, um, and then always, you know, prayer. I don't say that, but it's it's something I, 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 I do daily and I try to do it more than one time because sometimes it's, it's that <laughs> it's like that during the day when you got to get back and say, you know what, let me go ahead and get back. Talk to Jesus about a few things, a few, you know, about a, a few people. But um, but yeah, so. Um, Fasting is one thing that kind of helps me clear my mind and spirit. And it's something, and I said this back uh, way back when I first started doing a podcast, it's something that's really kind of new um, in the way that I'm doing it. Um, I was taught fasting um, like it was really introduced to me. Um, I would say that for the first time, like maybe like 17 or 18 and I mean, I've heard of it because I grew up in the church, but just actually me doing it. Right. And but I didn't really even then get it. So then fast forward it to, you know, now and just like 
like I said, maybe sometime last year, I really started to understand the necessity of it um, and how important and how helpful it is. Um, but yeah, so that's one of my go-to things that I do. Prayer is another go-to. Um, my gospel music, if it's just like I need a, a mood setting situation. Um, reading my word. Um, I usually do a yearly plan. And then once I finish a yearly plan, uh, I'll go into some of the smaller plans just to finish out. So I've been doing bad with the yearly plan as far as I do it in the middle of the year. And so it's done in the middle of the year. So it's not like really from January to December. So what I did this year, since I did the exact same thing where it's not from January to December, I have, um, I've, I've decided just to kind of do small plans until January and then I will start my yearly plan. So that actually helps me to kind of get into the word. And then once I'm reading whatever the plan has, I kind of, you know, study it further and so on and so forth. But so far I've been choosing different plans that have, um, you know, spoke to whatever's going on in my life, you know, right now. And then, you know, and I'll do that until January. Anywho, I say all that to say about those diving into word that helps. Meditation, some quiet time, a way to think, to pray, to talk to God, to write down ideas, things that he's telling you, things that, you know, I know people keep prayer journals and so many things. But I do think, like I said a hundred times already in this podcast, having um, some, some... I don't want to call it a safety net, but some things that, you know, to kind of bring up your mood other than things that we know people encourage us to do. Right. The world encourages us to if you if you if you uh, going through something, go take a drink or go to the arms of some person and make them make you feel good. Those type of things. Right. Do people say make you make you feel good? I don't know. But you know what I'm trying to say. You know, or, or, you know, go do those drugs and get so high that, you don't you know, you can't think about it. Or um, if it's not that drastic, you know, or, or um, isolate yourself. Don't talk to anybody. Don't talk to anyone. No, you know, nobody loves you. Kill yourself. You know, so we know the world has all kind of ways to deal with the grief that we encounter and the stuff. So we have to have our own ways. Counseling, guys. I forgot to say that, like. Definitely, I'm definitely for any type of counseling, peer groups, support groups, anything that you need. And um, especially, or, you know, if it's Christ, there's Christian counseling, there's Christian um, support groups and all those things that kind of help, you know, counseling and praying. Good combination. It's nothing wrong. You know, they're not mutually exclusive from each other. So, you know, all those things. But I would say, yes, let's just as. We're ready for any other backup plans when when there's a storm. People have generators and candles and flashlight. Life storms are ever present sometimes and ongoing, and so we have to have our uh, our plan, our backup plan for those crazy times, guys. I'm not gonna chit chat. That's it. I just wanted to remind people to have your plan in place. Be mindful of the things that go around, and sometimes, hey. If nothing is happening, just make a routine out of doing those things. Make a routine out of fasting, praying, reading your word, meditating, going to peer groups, counseling. If you feel like that's something that you want to do as well, you know, um, spending time with family, whatever things that are positive that can uplift you, especially during this time or any time, um, then I encourage um, I encourage everyone to, to do those things. Um, I am going to end this podcast with a scripture 
that I think uh, is relevant for what we were saying. So let's see. It is Philippians 4 and 8. And it says, and now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me. Everything that everything you heard from um, me and saw me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you. So um, I love that because it basically tells us what to think about what to fix our mind on and what to focus on. And um, that's basically godly things and for sure God, right? So during these tough, tough times, I just want to encourage everyone to just kind of keep your mind and focus on God and the, and the good things that are going on in your life or the positive things that you can work on or give your time to or dedicate yourself to and do your best to try to Avoid anything that you know will get you down. Avoid anything that you know will cause you to stumble and focus more on the things that uh, God finds pleasing. I pray that God blesses everyone and keeps everyone in this tough time. Um, And thank you so much for joining me on God's Goals podcast. And I will see you next time. God bless. Oh, by the way, that was actually what Philippians 4, 8 through 9 just want to correct that. All right. See you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to God's Goals podcast. I don't want to end the podcast without offering Christ to any one of my listeners. Um, Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord. Believe in your heart that God raised them from the dead. You will be saved. There's more things to building up your spiritual walk and making that change. But the first step, confess with your mouth, Jesus as Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised them from the dead. Okay, so I have a podcast out called It's a Gift. Go to that podcast and it goes into more details about receiving that gift and and tools um, that you can use along the way as you strengthen your spiritual journey. I guarantee you accepting Christ will be the best thing you ever did. Go to that podcast and listen to it and get some information there. Okay. Thank you guys again for listening. See you next time. Bye. God's Goals, recentering our focus on Christ.